Hey everybody, welcome to Climb the Ladder for episode 166, presented by Washed Up Network. I'm your co-host Hunter, my equally good-looking twin brother Duncan is sitting right here with me. Thank you to everybody who's been tuning in each week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Plus, you can see two of the same face when you head over to YouTube. Make sure you go and visit the great PNW and use code CLIMB20 for 20% off your order. As always, let's climb the ladder. feel like most importantly out of the gate we have to recognize the mariners officially as the hottest team in baseball it's crazy what they were able to do uh i believe they set a franchise record uh for the most wins ever for the mariners in august so just crazy to yep, see what they've been able to wins, do and 21 wins in august they did what they had to do um i can't emphasize the episode that me and Clayton recorded in July right after the all or right after the trade deadline enough because we said this is what you have to do in August and they exceeded that and now they are alone in first place in the AL West for the first time since 2003 I think yeah they are on pace for a lot of wins which we did not see coming when they were sitting at 500 just two months ago and they i think they have the fourth easiest uh strength of schedule for the month of september so basically the rest of the season if they keep doing what they have been doing we should be in good shape to not only make the playoffs but actually win the al west for the first time in 20 years yeah insane i I can't believe it. And you try to look at like, oh man, like Julio's been on fire. Like he's carrying the team. But then you look at the pitching and the collective pitching staff for the Mariners in August had a 3.03 ERA. And that's across all the guys. Like nobody went up there and got shelled and it was like, okay, we just have to make it through this one pitcher. Like everybody brought their A game. And you bring the closers into account. Um, I mean, Brash and um, Munoz, I mean, they're carrying it. But you have the guy, the other guys like Sacedo um, and, uh, I mean, Topa throw in there. Like, everybody collectively has just been on fire and it's contagious. And then you look at, like, JP was out for two weeks of that run. He comes back, gets back in the leadoff spot, and just hitting home runs. I got to go to the game last Friday, and bottom of the first inning, first pitch that he saw, took one yard. Like, Yeah, I saw that one went deep. I saw that Julio went super deep center field. Julio's got to be one of the hottest baseball players in the league right now. Um, he's on pace for potentially – being one of the few to reach 30 home runs and 30 stolen bases this season. I think he's six away right now on the home runs. And I think he's already passed the 
stolen bases. So there's a lot of good stuff happening with the Mariners. I mean, from the pitching to the consistent hitting, the fielding is looking cleaner. And you can probably speak on the atmosphere at T-Mobile Park, but it looks like it's just hopping every time I see it. Oh, yeah. On fire. I mean, it was for a, I mean, for a Friday night game, it was their uh, first game of the homestand after that 10 game road trip that they went eight and two on last week. Um, I mean, it was almost packed like it was loud enough as if it was packed. Mm. Um, the pen was full. The bleachers were full. The nosebleeds were almost full all the way around. So, yeah, the atmosphere is there for sure. Yeah, well, we're excited for today's episode. Not only are the Mariners on a roll and we're excited, um, but the Seahawks also start next weekend and college football fires up this weekend. It actually already started. We are recording just a quick one today on Friday, but we actually had 11 games, college football games last night. We've got six more today. And then, of course, Saturday is bringing dozens and dozens of games. Um, but the one that we're most excited about is one that Hunter will be at. It's our alma mater, Boise State, taking on the University of Washington, uh, number 10 ranked Washington at Husky Stadium. And I'm sure the Broncos are going to travel well. Um, but what do you think? Predictions? What's it going to be like being at that game? And uh, do the Broncos have a chance? Yeah, I mean, uh, taking on a, a dangerous Penix Jr.-led team, uh, final year in the Pac-12. Um, I mean, most people know we've been Huskies our whole life until we uh, got to go rep the blue and orange and became Broncos fans. I actually had a memory um, nine years ago today, or maybe it was ten years ago, nine years, I think, we were at the first game uh, in Husky Stadium after the renovation, um, and the Huskies took that one against the Broncos. And then we got to see a year later in 2015, the Broncos host the Huskies for Coach Pete's first trip back to Boise, um, and the Broncos got that one. So in the last 10 years, we've split it with them one and one. And going into this weekend, uh, week one of college football. The Huskies are the number 10 team in the country. And I think the Broncos have a shot. Um, if anybody didn't see, they are wearing the all whites. And before they announced it this week on Twitter, I told Duncan maybe two weeks ago, I was like, dude, I hope that they wear the all whites. Cause like a, a common road uni is I think blue helmets, white jersey, blue pants. And like, yeah, that's okay, but it's kind of standard. But the all whites are like ice in your veins. And then yeah. they announced that, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And they had the stat with it that the Broncos are 21 and 7 wearing those unis. So watch out. I think that this is a hungry Broncos team. Um, I'm excited to see what Taylor Green can do. And he has some of his offensive weapons that he was able to retain. Uh, I mean, that the, the team was able to retain, really. Um, and so I think as long as the defense can get some stops in Husky Stadium, I think we have a shot. I think it'll be close. 
Yeah, I honestly hope for a good game. I'll be watching it here from Boise, um, holding down the blue and orange here locally, but I'm sure it'll be a sold-out game. I'm sure it'll be packed. Obviously, a lot of hype going into Washington season with the return of senior Penix Jr., who will be talked about in the Heisman conversation, (laughs) but a lot of hype for the young Broncos team. So I am hopeful. I'm always more optimistic and I'll never, never bet against the Broncos, but I know it's going to be quite the battle. Um, Looks like the total for over under is at 58 and a half. And the spread is actually in Washington's favor at minus 14. So Boise state's got to make up some ground. And I think the key to them being able to have a chance to win is keeping it close. I think if they can come out early, I think Washington will score first just with being at home, the energy, the atmosphere of the first game. But if Boise State's defense can hold them at least to a few three and outs and let uh, Taylor Green lead the offense with Gianti and the other good running backs, if they can lead down the field and respond and then keep it close, maybe not being down by more than – 10 at any point in the game i think we've got a shot all the way through yeah definitely and i think that's going to be the key is to get points early um Mm -hmm. i think we're going to see a lot of points with that over under around that 58 mark it's actually up from a couple days ago i think it opened at 53 and a half um maybe 54 and a half so that is up and i think that'll be a lot of contribution by both sides but the key is going to be early i will I will throw it out there that just like a wild take, here's a here's a shot in the dark. If the Broncos choose to get the ball first and we go down and score, that will be a silencing for the UW crowd. Like to be to be in that, I'm thinking like two and a half minute drive. Uh if the Broncos get the ball first, go down and score. I think it'll be a couple good solid running games to establish the run maybe one ball that gets us like 20 or 30 yards downfield and then we'll be in the red zone just working it if we can silence the crowd early obviously that's going to make you dub pretty pretty angry and and hungry for when they get the ball uh but man to silence that crowd early would be huge yeah, I hope the fans show up in true Bronco Nation fashion. You better get Ben a blue and orange T-shirt because you can't be <laughs> sitting there with Kyle and then having Ben root for the Huskies. So he's a yeah. Boise citizen of Boise now. He owns a home here. No allegiance to UW this weekend. We wish them the best after their first loss of the season this weekend. <laughs> but you got to hook them up. I think. I think that'll be the key. I think. If we could score first, that'd be awesome. But really, um, it's a pretty even offensive line. I think I saw that we actually have like a five-pound advantage for our average size of our offensive line. So I think if that defensive line can avoid being pushed back too much during uh, Washington's run attempts and really prevent the run from happening, that'll be the key. Because if they can establish that and then do the play action, we're pretty much done. So... Man, I, I'm excited. I think there's potential, and I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked for it. It's a good middle middle of the day, um, which I, I feel like is in Boise State's favor. I feel like we always get the 8 p.m. starts. Um, so I'm, I'm pumped for it. It'll be really cool to be there in person. Um, 
And I think we have a lot of potential looking at this season. Um, we should give a quick uh, just schedule preview, at least for the first part of um, the season here, because we open this one on the road in Seattle, and then we host two non-conference back-to-back with UCF, which is going to be a big game, um, and then North Dakota, which hopefully, I mean, that'll be a fun one. Morning, it's a 10 a.m. Mountain Time start. That'll be fun for the people. I know, I mean, tomorrow, this one at UW is, uh, it's early, it's a it's a noon kickoff, but a 9 a.m., or 10 a.m. That's that's pretty cool. Um, and then we get into conference play, opening up against San Diego State. Um, and I I think that we really need to get that one. That could be a potential battle pretty early on. But man, I I have faith in this team. Yeah, I think if we could definitely talk uh, to, or take on San Diego, I think that that would be a big one. Um, and hopefully Mandy and I will be at the North Dakota game, going to try to sneak to one before the baby comes um, and then maybe hit Air Force to wrap up the season. But um, it's always good. It's always fun to be there in person. But I think just got to take care of business, what's in front of us. Uh, the game tomorrow's going to be huge. So I know that one's on my radar. Um, any others that you've got on opening day of college football tomorrow? I guess opening Saturday, really. Um but I pulled up the schedule and trying to see if we've got any, you know, close ranked games. Unfortunately, a lot of these are typically kind of blowout matchups. Um, but I think there's always bound to be a handful of good ones in there. looks like we've got a North Carolina, South Carolina matchup. Um, so that's a good one. Uh, looks like Idaho State's headed to San Diego State. So that should be a little bit of a blowout for the Bengals. Yeah, um, I was going to say um, just right off the bat, one of the early games tomorrow is Colorado at TCU. Yes, and that's a highly anticipated game. There's a lot Dion. of buzz around the buffs right now with uh, Dion coach team. And I mean, TCU is great. Uh but we'll see what kind of caliber football they come out of the gates with, especially after the run last year. And I think Dion has a lot to prove with that program who was really good and then was not. They were actually very bad. So coming into this season, um, yeah, like you said, the anticipation I think will be huge. Yeah, I think the biggest one of the entire weekend has to be the Sunday evening matchup with LSU taking on Florida State in Orlando. That is going to be quite the game. Um, LSU at five, Florida State at eight. That's the only top 10 matchup. That actually might be the only top 25 matchup where both teams are ranked. Yeah. Um, so that one's sure to be tuned into by pretty much everyone the last Sunday without NFL and especially being um, – Labor Day weekend, that's going to be a fun one to watch. And I bet it'll be close because Florida State and LSU had kind of a resurgence at the end of last season. So um, that's sure to be a tough matchup all the way through. Yeah, um, I remember LSU playing last year, had a heartbreak opener. Um, I believe it was against Florida State on that Sunday night um, of Labor Day weekend. So a lot of anticipation there. Um, and yeah, that'll be that'll be a good matchup. I think 
Um, I mean, between LSU, Bama, and Georgia, obviously this is nothing new to anybody, but it's going to be a tight race in the SEC. Also for this final year of the four-team college football playoff before it expands to 12. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Speaking of changes, it just got announced today, breaking news that Stanford and Cal are leaving the Pac-12 to join SMU as they join the ACC conference. So that's the one that Clemson and Florida State and a bunch of them are in uh, over on the East Coast. So that leaves, if you're counting, um, that leaves a Pac-2 with Oregon State and Washington State. So um, if you missed it a few weeks ago, Hunter and I had spent like a half hour talking up all the scenarios. Um, this has been a what if, and I honestly thought since it took so long, it wasn't going to happen. But I think we'll spend next week talking about the what ifs with the Mountain West and Washington State and Oregon State and maybe some other schools to see what might happen from here. Yeah, um, I think I have a fun new segment for this football season, and it's uh, it'll be something along the lines of, What's the cheapest game I could go see in the country? And as I look through this list, if anybody is in College Park, Maryland this weekend, they have tickets for as low as $2. Wow. Who, what's the matchup there? That is Towson at Maryland. All right. That's a, I bet that North Dakota Boise state one will be fairly low. Although Boise state's yeah. getting more expensive, but yeah, I like there it are, every there's a handful of under $10, which would be kind of a fun way to do it. Like, Hey, I'm going to be in this part of the country on a work trip or visiting Mm -hmm. family, like pull it up on ESPN or wherever and say, Hey, what, like, what's the cheapest or to fly to these places or drive to surrounding States. Like, uh, here's one at Mississippi state, Southeast Louisiana is going to visit there um in starkville mississippi you can go there for three dollars wow yeah stay tuned each week uh whether it's nfl or it'll probably be college but we'll do (laughs) a little cheapest seat uh segment forever gotta love that about about college football yeah college football's pure it's fun and i'm excited for the weekend ahead so here's a quick uh a fun potential future Mountain West matchup is Washington State at Colorado State this weekend. Nice. That might tell us if uh, Colorado <laughs> State can hang. We might as well just adopt Wazoo and OSU right now. Yeah, especially hosting that one in Fort Collins. Um, mm. But yeah, you heard it That's here first. One. The future uh, Mountain West and I believe <laughs> both. Well, that would probably be a Mountain versus a West matchup mm-hmm. if you think that would it. be yeah you'd probably <laughs> add both of them to the west and maybe bring one of the west schools over to the mountain but we'll yeah. worry about that when that uh gets <laughs> finalized yeah well going uh going with it still um man excited for this college football weekend hope everybody has a safe labor day um dunk what do you got on the docket for Labor Day weekend before we get off of this thing. Hopefully people can tune into this episode 166 uh, when they're traveling somewhere for Labor Day. Yeah, we've uh, got a wedding coming up. So excited to have some festivities on Sunday and uh, spend the weekend celebrating. 
Well, Dunk, uh, we'll get out of here and let the people on. Have a safe weekend. Thanks for tuning in to episode 166. And as always, climb the ladder.